This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Listen, friendship, entertainment. Thank you, Isabel. Thank you. That is my podcast assistant for this episode, Isabel. Totally a real podcast assistant. Only real humans on this podcast. No such thing as AI. Totally real humans. So welcome back to Get Super with Mario. I'm your host, Mario. Uh, This is Get Super. Uh, We have some exciting news here on Get Super and Cinema 7, which is now the Cinema 7 station. So... Cinema 7 and 2016 started as a podcast. On Cinema 7, when we started, was me, Mario, Chris Hawk, and Josh Haddix. Then around seven episodes in, maybe somewhere a little bit after 10, I don't remember, we added John to the mix. John Kanoki, who, uh, you know, is my best friend, really, out of everyone in our friend group, I I guess you could say. We're, We're the closest. I mean, I'm, I'm best friends with everybody. Best friends with George. I'm best friends with Chris Hawk. We're, we're like brothers. We're like family. But me and John, we, we are kind of closer in a way than, or we keep in touch more. John wanted to do, so, I wanted to do something with John and John, I think, wanted to do something with me. So John joined. John helped create new themes for the podcast, different uh episode types i guess like pitch it or fix it which just became pit- pitch it really uh chris hawk came up with take two and overdue where we watch movies a second for a second time or we watch movies that uh we haven't gotten to but are critically acclaimed uh then josh haddix ended up leaving before he could help do any of the the take twos or the pitch it episodes so then we restructured and we kind of started calling the episodes our take. So we would do a full episode, uh, review a movie, and we call it our take. You know, then we kind of hit a roadblock, I think a year and a half or two years into it, and maybe a year and a half, and we took a break. Then we came back to it, and I struggled to keep up with it. I was still um, learning... I think COVID halted it too. Like we, we just couldn't really figure out a good time frame to get together or something. It was very hard, I guess, because everybody was busy at home. But we ended up picking up the podcast a few times, right? We, we would take a break and then we pick it back up. And 
2021, after my breakup at the time, I started doing the podcast again because we took a break in 2020, uh, like I said, during COVID. Then on this ride of, of just trying to keep the podcast afloat, I decided to end it. And I wanted to end it with Chris, John, and I, because that's who really at the heart of it was Cinema 7. Not saying Josh wasn't a part of it, but Josh wasn't totally invested because it wasn't, I don't think, what Josh really envisioned. Josh wanted to talk about more obscure films. He wanted to talk about movies people aren't seeing, horror movies out there, weird things, you know, kind of have it have more of a unique theme talking about unique movies. Also, Chris Hawk wanted to not swear on the podcast when it first started, and Josh was uh, highly against that. So we allowed a, we allowed Josh two fucks per podcast or something stupid like that. Anyway, um, John was pretty much checked out at that point, so it was just me and Chris Hawk that ended the episode. Then when I brought it back for Get Super, as I talked about in the last episode, you know now it's more my thing, and. Um, <clears throat> so Cinema 7 is no longer really the podcast. It's more of a platform. So it's like a channel for Get Super or a station. So now it's Cinema 7 Station. That's where I'm going to upload my episodes. And you'll see uh, on social media and on Spotify and SoundCloud, I changed the logos. I haven't gotten around to it yet for Apple Podcasts because you have to connect via iTunes and iCloud and then update the podcast through there or the RSSS RSSS RSS link <clears throat> excuse me um and uh yeah so that's difficult when you can't log in so it's still a cinema 7 podcast logo from 2020 or 2021 i i know this guy through my dad he used to wrestle with my dad and he has his own podcast network. So I was going to end up calling Cinema 7 the Cinema 7 Network. But since I'm joining this, this larger network of other podcasts called Deluxe Edition Network, I decided just to rename Cinema 7 the Cinema 7 Station. So it's more of a channel or a broadcast thing to broadcast me and possibly other podcasts as well. Uh, but I am now a part of the Deluxe Edition Network. I'm going to be doing ads, going to be promoting other podcasts, possibly having other podcast hosts come on and talk about movies or life or whatever it could possibly be, wrestling and stuff like that. So uh, there's there's a lot to be excited about, a lot, a lot of uh, hard work going to go into this. And, and I, I guess it, I needed something to challenge myself. So. Joining this network and, and uh, getting out there more uh, marketing and I guess uh, I guess just marketing, right? It's marketing is like a term you can use for selling your product, but also meeting new people. So really, being a part of this den group, what's going to end up happening is there's going to be ads now. Um, there's going to be in the middle of the episode to probably promote another podcast. Uh, in the beginning, you'll hear a new uh, intro before the Cinema 7 intro. It's, it's going to be the Den Group or the uh, Deluxe Edition Network intro. 
And even though I'm part of this new network of other podcasts and, and uh, such, or, or you know, committing to uh, kind of helping promote this whole network as a whole, I'm still going to be me. I'm still going to be doing the podcast my way. I'm still going to be talking about the things I want to talk about uh, until until someone has an issue with it, I guess. But I'm going to continue to open up, be vulnerable, take accountability for stuff, try to show that we're growing and healing and continuing to be super and also talking about movies and TV shows and wrestling, uh, news and all kinds of stuff, you know, rumors. It's all going to be the same. You know, I'm going to be talking about the same stuff. I'm still going to be the authentic me. I'm not going to just shy away from certain topics just because uh, other people do who have a platform because they want to avoid certain things. I'm still going to be uh, very progressive and, and very uh, liberal, I guess. Uh, I'm just going to be very me. I'm, you know, I'm going to still be me. And, and the cool thing about being a part of this network and uh, networking with other people and things like that is I'm bringing my friends with me. You know, all the people have done the podcast with me, I'm bringing them with me. So it's, uh, one big happy, let's all do this together. So I apologize. I'm putting the episode out so late. I think I'm going to start putting the episodes out either Mondays or Tuesdays now, uh, trying to get into like a rhythm and a flow of it. I kind of been off and on because of trips or, personal life things getting in the way, um, you know, just trying to get into my job and, and getting into a rhythm there. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to try to really commit to certain days, uh, doing it with the podcast that I do. And, uh, the reason I'm late this time is because this past weekend I, I was really sick. I kind of had food poisoning or a stomach bug. I couldn't stop throwing up. I couldn't stop going to the bathroom. Um, I probably sound a little sick still because, um, I don't know what's going on, but, uh, I'm feeling a little bit better. I'm still, uh, having a rough go of it, but I think I'm, I think I'm getting, I'm getting there. I'm almost a hundred percent. Last episode, I talked about the movie, uh, ISS International Space Station. It came out in theaters, uh, two weeks ago and I, I finally got to see it with Steven, my friend Steven. Uh, I talked a little bit about how I felt about that movie, how I thought it was good. I gave it an 8 out of 10. You can go back and listen. Uh, I also mentioned that I had a crush on someone. Now, I probably have multiple crushes on on multiple people because, I mean, I I think it's normal. I think it's normal to have crushes. Um, Someone I told I've had a crush on them, Uh, this person that I was talking about last week, I haven't told because, like I said, I, they like girls, so uh, story of my life. And I told Steven this story, or he listened to the podcast, or no, I told him, and he said, uh, so you have a type? Yes, uh, I, I do have a type. Um, yes. Yes, I do. Um, and then I talked about, you know, wouldn't it be interesting to be in a situationship? Would that be able? Would I be able to see if I'm a, if I'm ready for the next step? I talked about being in a situationship with an elf, a wood elf, uh, maybe a high elf. I I don't know. I think high elves would probably not go for me because uh, they might think they're better than me. Maybe wood elves would think they're better than me. I don't know how elves operate. 
I just feel like high elves are the uh, stuck-up assholes of the elves. Um, maybe a drow. You know, I've been playing a lot of Baldur's Gate 3. Maybe a drow would uh, try to consume my heart of all of its light and kindness and convert me to its evil ways. <clears throat> maybe a, a situation ship with a tiefling. A nice, a nice tiefling woman uh, who's red, my favorite color, so I could love them even more. Maybe a Vulcan, you know, uh, they would probably keep me on a diet. They'd keep me on track logically. I couldn't argue with them. Uh, that would be, uh, interesting because <laughs> they would beat me with logic every time. Uh, usually like all my exes do anyway, you know, so, uh, I'd be used to it, I guess. Maybe a Romulan. They have more emotions. Romulans have more emotions than Vulcans. Or a Twi'lek bounty hunter who would kick my butt and sell me for cash. At least it'd be a fun time. Just ideas, you know. I, I need something different, something surprising. Because I'm getting kind of lonely. I mean, I've been lonely. So I, I've been just getting more lonely. Let's get to some news. Hulu and Disney Plus are going to stop password sharing. They're going to charge you more if you want a password share, I believe is what is expected. Uh, Disney Plus, when I first got it, started out at $6.99. It is now $13.99 just for the base Disney Plus, I think. Uh, because I had the base Disney Plus, and all of a sudden, that's what it is now. At least that's what I'm being charged. You know, I, I really enjoyed Hulu. Disney Plus, I could care less about. Um, Disney Plus only, you know, is good when a Star Wars series drops or a Marvel series drops. Uh, I mean, I watched the 90s animated uh, Spider-Man show cartoon. I watched the uh, X-Men animated cartoon. You know, the Hulk, the Incredible Hulk cartoon on there from the 90s. I'll watch those and maybe X-Men Evolution because X-Men Evolution was pretty good. But other than that, like, there's nothing drawing me to Disney Plus anymore. The Jeff Goldblum show was fun. I used to watch that when he would travel and stuff. But I think they canceled that. You know, I, what's, what's there to me to watch ever, until, like, once in a blue moon when a show drops? And Hulu, like I said, which I, I liked a lot and, and I would use a lot, I'm not going to be able to use anymore because I was sharing it with somebody else. And I don't have the money to pay for this and that and this streaming service and that streaming service. I would probably pay for my own Hulu and, and then drop maybe Paramount Plus, maybe, because Paramount Plus I hardly use. Uh, it does have some good shows and movies on there once in a while, like like how Disney Plus usually does sometimes. Uh, I don't have Max anymore. I, I canceled that two, two or three years ago uh, to save money to get a car. I don't know what Max is doing these days, but I think I complained about it recently. There's not a lot going on on Max either. So really, Netflix and Hulu, I mean, Netflix is going to be having Monday Night Raw in 2025. Uh, Netflix is, is about to come up with some shows and some movies on there. Netflix is trying to get, get back to where it once was, and, and hopefully by user standards that they do, because uh, what's the point of us using these things if they're not putting out more content? And it's weird that in today we just want more content. Like the content that's on there is not good enough. We need new content. 
And I'm part of that problem, I feel like. Because I just want to see something new. And I don't know if that's my ADHD or, or what it could be, but I just constantly want to see something new. I don't want to sit there and, and go through stuff I've seen a bazillion times or, you know, there's a lot that I'm not interested in on Hulu and Netflix. Hulu needed to get better anime, in my opinion. I don't know how you guys feel. Uh, Netflix has some has some good anime. Uh, obviously, if you want to watch anime, you get Crunchyroll, right? That's $9.99 a month. Uh, that's not too bad. It's still cheaper than Disney Plus that has no anime. And uh, speaking of anime, is it just me or is One Piece has kind of blown up in the last three years? One Piece seems very, very popular. I mean, it's always been popular, right? It's always been part of the anime global fandom. or It's, it's known if you like anime. You know what One Piece is, right? I just feel like recently it's grown a lot more than it has in in the last 10 years. Like I feel like One Piece is um and maybe it's the movies when they come out people go see the movies and then watch the show or they watch the show to go watch the movies. Uh Demon Slayer's been coming out with movies and it's all through I think AMC. I don't know if Regal does it. Uh, I can't remember if Regal showed any of the AMCs uh, or the Regal showed any of the anime movies. I saw the the Dragon Ball Super one with uh, Gohan and Piccolo and and the Red Ribbon Army. I I saw uh, the My Hero Mission movie. I forget what that one was called. It's the one with the stealth suits that are only in it for like three minutes. And they made a big deal about these stealth suits with the poster. Well, I don't know if they specifically made a big deal about the stealth suits or if it was the fan base that made a big deal. And it's funny, I was just talking about this with a coworker about uh, dubbed and sub. Now, when I watched Attack on Titan, I, I, I felt like I needed to watch the dub. Okay, I, I'm more of a dub guy anyway. I think it helps me focus more if I watch a dub. If I'm watching a subtitle, I it depends. I have to be in the mood to really watch it, to really be in the mood or in in uh, to pay attention. And because I'm, I'm trying to pay attention to two different things: what's happening and and what I'm reading. Because when I'm reading, it doesn't attain retain in my head. I'm not engraving it. It's it's I'd have to read it several times, especially if I have to read it real fast. Uh, that's just how my brain works. So I usually, when I watch anime, I watch dubs. And they they were doing, they say they do the same thing, I believe. Like, they, they mostly wait for the dubs because it's easier for them to pay attention. Now, the voice acting, obviously, is not as good as the Japanese voice acting. I think the Japanese voice actors get into it. Uh, the American dubs, obviously, uh, there's weird translations of words. Uh, you even see it sometimes when you're watching subtitles, like the text is weird. Some, it just is off. Something says something weird because it's not translated right to English. All I know is I know who's a really good voice actor and that's Kevin Conroy. Uh, he famously played Batman in the Batman animated series. Uh, Kevin Conroy's last role as Batman is in the Suicide Squad game, apparently. He will also be featured as the voice of Batman in Batman Caped Crusader 
and Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earths. Now, Batman Cape Crusader is going to be a series on Amazon Prime Video. It's a uh, cartoon animated show. It's going to supposedly premiere in 2024 sometime. Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earths Part 1 is out digitally. I don't believe it's out yet on Max. I could be wrong. Uh, Part 2, the release date is not announced, but it's supposed to come out in 2024 as well. Apparently it's going to feature other DC animated shows in it, almost like a big crossover. So that should be kind of cool. So now if we transition to movie news, uh, they're going to make an SNL movie. It's SNL 1975. It's a movie about the beginning of SNL. Uh, The director is Jason Rettman, who directed Juno. Dylan O'Brien from Maze Runner is going to be Dan Aykroyd. Lamorne Morris is playing Garrett Morris. Michael Smith, uh, the standout from May-December, is going to be playing Chevy Chase. Newcomer Matt Wood is going to be playing John Belushi. Uh, Gabriel LaBelle is going to be playing Lauren Michaels. I haven't seen if this movie started filming yet. I believe it's in uh, pre-production from everything that I've seen. There is a trailer for Squid Game Season 2. Uh, that's going to be on Netflix. You can go online and look up the the trailer for Squid Game 2. If you love the first season of Squid Game, you love the phenomenon behind it, I'm sure you've already seen the trailer. Uh, there was also a trailer released for the Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare. Uh, this movie's about a, how the British military recruits a small group of highly skilled soldiers to strike against Nazi forces while behind enemy lines during World War II. Uh, The director's Guy Ritchie, we all know him. Uh, Henry Cavill, uh, a lot of people's favorite Superman, Man of Steel. Uh, Alan Rickman, who uh, was, or is Reacher on Amazon Prime. And Carrie Elves, who uh, we all famously know from The Princess Bride. I'm not too much of a big fan of Henry Cavill. I, I don't something about him doesn't really excite me. I find him a little boring as an actor. Uh, he, he, I don't see the charisma. I guess uh, nothing really stands out to me. Uh, if you like The Witcher, if you like Man of Steel, uh, I can't fault you on that. If you like his other movies, you know, good. I haven't seen the Amelia Holmes movies where he's supposedly Sherlock Holmes, so I don't know how good he is in those. Uh, the man from Uncle, he was very unexciting to me. Uh, also, my friend Joey has some information about him that he's not sharing, okay? And he's supposed to share with us about how weird Henry Cavill is, and he hasn't. So I'm starting to think that Henry Cavill really isn't that weird. But if there is any information about Henry Cavill and you know it, tell me. Because I want to know what this weird information is. What makes Henry Cavill a weirdo or a jerk? I want to know. Because so far, people love him. Uh, Let's move over to games now. Uh, They released a trailer and a lot of images for Death Stranding 2. I played a little bit of Death Stranding 1. I bought it for a former significant other, and they played it. I watched them play it. Uh, This game was beautiful looking. The graphics were spectacular. Uh, I even got into a conversation with my uncle about, you know, graphics and stuff. He was saying that, he hopes that it doesn't become super hyper-realism, like kind of keep it with the game graphics a little bit so it stays uh, unique. I think that was my uncle. 
I, I don't know. It could have been John, maybe. I think it was John. I, it was probably my uncle, but it was like, stay, you know, in the normal, like, let's let it look like a game. Don't let it look real because if it's too real, it's going to take me out of it. And I kind of agree. Like, this game looks pretty legit. The graphics are fantastic. Let this be the peak. If uh, you feel differently, that's okay. Uh, I understand. Uh, you know, there's a movie called Gamer out there where you play as real people. So uh, if that's as far as you want to go, that's cool, I guess. The Super Bowl is this coming week. Uh, the 49ers and the Chiefs, which sucks. I was hoping it'd be like a Lions or Bills Super Bowl. I thought that would have been unique. I would have been super excited. But uh, I don't care for the 49ers, and I don't care for the Chiefs. So I'm about to watch a Super Bowl this week that uh, I don't give a shit about. Because there's probably going to be some trailers dropping during the Super Bowl. That's what I'm here for. Movie trailers and series drops. Uh, that's what I, I'm there for. They'll see those things. they see trailer premieres and all that. And speaking of sports, you know, I, I watched wrestling this week me and gil still got to talk about everything that's going on on the road to wrestlemania uh i think we were going to just talk about the royal rumble but because i haven't been feeling well and i haven't gotten with him about a time or a date to do another episode we might uh just in comfort sit into uh the road to wrestlemania and just talk about that in general i'm sure him and i will talk about the vince mcmahon stuff which um I'm going to talk about a little bit and how disappointed I am in uh, being a wrestling fan and, and uh, you know, growing up with WWE, WWF, and, you know, everyone's praising Vince McMahon for this and that. And, and I think sometimes it's hard to separate the man from their accomplishments or, or what they contributed to something. And, and a big, uh, Big evidence of that is like Chris Benoit, right? Or, um, you know, he he killed his family, so fuck him. You know, he's a piece of shit for what he did. He didn't. He, you know, there was a lot of mental issues going on there, but he didn't get the help he needed, and he resorted to murder. Uh, so it's hard to uh, separate the man from what he became. You know, the wrestler. He was still very good. Yes, uh, his matches are just hard to watch. Or. Uh, maybe R. Kelly's a better example because that guy did the same thing that Vince McMahon did. You know, um, Vince McMahon, you know, used and abused someone, took advantage of them. Um, whether this person was at first willing to do it or not uh, is not the proper way to talk about this. I don't think. Or you know, saying that, well, if someone shit on me, I would totally not. I would leave the room. Uh, yeah, you, would you, though, if uh, you feel like there's multiple people around who, you know, are having their way with you? Like, you, what would you do? You're scared. You know, you're, you're, you can't get out of a situation. What if you fear for your life? You know, I think it's different for men. We don't really go through those situations, sir. Men can be molested and, and uh, be taken advantage of, but it's mostly women who are... Uh, powerless against multiple men in a room and uh it's tough to get away or or what have you i mean you can say no how only how many times before someone is just like taking advantage of you you know in a situation like women 
have it rough in society when it comes to these things. That's why they're always scared when someone is following them or falling too close. Uh, I feel uncomfortable following a woman too too close. Like if I'm behind them in line, I feel weird because I don't want them to feel uncomfortable. I don't want them to feel weird. You know, I want them to be comfortable. I want some, I want a woman in public to be able to feel comfortable. And also why shit on someone's face and then not let them shout? Like that's really, even if they're into it, you know, like, I don't know. That's even a dumber thing that people argue about. Oh, she must've been into it, I guess. I, maybe, <laughs> I don't know. People aren't some weird th- kinks and weird things, but uh, if one man's going to shower and the other one's still taking advantage of you and then come back and they're not going to let you shower or anything, I don't know. It's a weird, it's a weird thing. And Vince McMahon, I think, uh, is rich. He believes he's powerful and almighty at times. You can see it in his uh, storytelling. He, he, I think, and tries to showcase the things he really likes and he it it muses him that's why he was in control for so long of creative uh it's just sick and sick and twisted i saw the text message he sent you know it's like a 12 year old sexting for the first time you know i i used to sex partners i obviously i don't have any partners so there's no one for me to sext uh and being straight up, it made me feel uncomfortable. And I'm like, I don't think I'll ever sext again reading those text messages. Uh, I, I used to, I talk dirty with my partners or, or with a person who's consenting, you know, the dirty talk, you know, a, a person I'm with or having relations with, you know, if we're dirty talking, uh, I'm, I don't think I'd ever say what Vince McMahon said, you know, it's between me and my partner, what we're dirty talking, you know, me and my partner. It's not, Oh, I'm going to watch three people have sex with you and I can't wait to see them do this. And it seems like he really wanted to be in a cook, cock, uh, however you say it, situation. And that is very strange. Uh, So, yeah, I'm a little disheartened, especially by Triple H's comments from the Royal Rumble press conference. I mean, you do what you got to do. You got to focus on the positive. And that's his kid's grandfather so that's uh i guess even tougher situation i don't know what i would say anyway i'd I'd probably be honest i'd be like look this this is a tough situation i I don't want to focus on what vince mcmahon did or or the man himself i want to focus on how i improve this situation so this never happens again he could have said something like that if you don't know what i'm talking about uh just google vince mcmahon Honestly, because I, I don't want to get into it, really. I mean, I have a little bit. Uh, he, he basically raped, molested someone, tried to give them to other people to have sex with, almost sex trafficking-like. Took, he took advantage of them in so many ways, and, and it's not funny or cool uh, at all. He apparently also named his dildos after wrestlers, which... Uh, I don't know why that information is being told to us. That's really strange. Uh, but because of talking about this situation, um, there, there's another situation that came up on SNL. Uh, during the weekend update, uh, they made a irresponsible joke about uh, ceasefire in Chicago. I'm going to play the joke, and I'm going to play a response by someone consciously who I think has a really good answer for how this is very insensitive and uh, just not really funny to what's going on in the bigger picture of the world. 
you know, we're calling for a ceasefire and a stop of genocide with uh, what's going on with Israel and Palestine. We want Palestine to be free of of this chaos. We want the Palestinians to be able to live their life freely. Uh, Israel is totally taking advantage of of uh, their power and uh, you know killing innocent people because they feel like that they have the right to this land over someone else, or they feel like they are racially better than this other race of people or group of people. And uh, it's sad. It's it's sad to see. And there's a lot of people fighting for a ceasefire or for uh, this to happen. And also, it's racially uh, ignorant to make this joke. Now, I know a lot of people are going to say, Oh well, the guy who said it was black. Um, yeah, he's he's ignorant for agreeing to say this joke. I think he could have uh, to not said this joke if he really wanted to. If he didn't know, uh, then the writers truly are disgusting for for this joke. Uh, but as you'll hear in a in a second, uh, as consciously explains perfectly why this is uh, irresponsible. Chicago became the largest U.S. city to call for a ceasefire in Gaza, and in return, Gaza called for a ceasefire in Chicago. Uh, 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 uh. Number one, how much of these SNL writers being compensated to write jokes about racial pathology at the expense of innocent people being mowed down? Number two, imagine using humor and jokes to disavow calls for a ceasefire. Speaks volumes of the people's character that's in that room and buddy right here. Because how can you say this thing in Black History Month, folks? Number three, I know folks love to trivialize Chicago, but like Dr. Megan of Yale Public School pointed out, Mississippi, Louisiana, and Missouri actually have higher firearm death rates than Illinois, where Chicago is located at. Number four, we are four months into the bombarding of Gaza Strip and a whole bunch of other nigga countries, and we still ain't got no ceasefire. Four months in, I'm talking about over 100 days. Number five. The same gun manufacturers that's benefiting from what's going on in the Gaza Strip is the same manufacturers that's benefiting from what's going on and what y'all perceive to be happening in Chicago, but all of those profits that come from pew, pew, pew. Number six, this is why we got to have solidarity from the hood to the Gaza Strip because peep game, these folks going to play with us in our face and make sure that anytime there's death of somebody going to jail, the same folks benefiting, the same industries, the same corporations. Number seven, he made that tasteless joke and then looked to the side like this because he knew that was that. That wasn't what it was. Number eight, look who also reported on it and look at what the headlines read. SNL mocked Chicago resolution calling for ceasefire in Gaza. Number nine, tell me this ain't preposterous. In return, Gaza called for a ceasefire in Chicago. SNL Weekend Update co-host Michael Shea quips making light of Chicago, focusing on violence across the globe before clamping down violence within its own borders. Well, hmm, it seems like if there were more resources sent to Chicago instead of being sent to Israel, they would be able to take care of what's happening in their own borders. Number 10, are we allowed to claim the apartheid state on our taxes since they sent us so much money over there? We should be able to claim them in Ukraine, right? The site he was saying that was posting about it was the Times of Israel. So it's an Israel pro-based uh, news website. You know, people go through a lot of trauma in life, and I wanted to talk about the multiple types of, of PTSD uh, because of some of the things I just was talking about. You know, there's normal stress response, uh, acute stress disorder, 
comorbid PTSD, complex PTSD, uncomplex PTSD, and disassociative PTSD. Now, what I researched, it says that normal stress response affects the nervous system and the immune systems. This can affect your fight or freeze. Uh, It affects your adrenaline. This uh, does not have long-term effects in a majority of cases. Usually, you know, just going to therapy is a good option. If you experience this, uh, you, you want to release your emotions involved and, and gain a better understanding of the situations that caused this. Um, acute stress disorder usually develops after a month of a traumatic event. People who uh, experience serious injury or individuals who unfortunately had direct or indirect contact with uh, sexual violation. Uh, CPD, cognitive behavior therapy, and psychotherapy can be common uh, treatments. I know that sounds scary, but um, I'm sure, uh, you know, that that is hard to probably try to process, to go forth with, um, because you think you're messed up, or you think that there's something wrong with you if you do these type of treatments. Uh, I think gaining a better understanding of what's going on and, and, and healing is, is what you can look at when you look at these type of treatments. Healing, being healthy mentally, and, and just understanding yourself more and, and what you went through. Uh, disassociative PTSD, you may experience like stressful flashbacks or amnesia. Uh, average victims of this are people who have a history with early life trauma, have more severe PTSD symptoms, you know, exposure based on therapy helps, cognitive processing therapy helps, um, uncomplicated, uh, PTSD is, is, you know, you avoid places and people, uh, related to the trauma. Uh, this does not typically relate to depression. Uh, it's the most common form of PTSD and is highly responsive to therapy treatment, as the experts put it. Uh, so, you know, hey, that's positive. Going to therapy uh, results in, in helping with this PTSD. Um, complex PTSD, you know, they say symptoms can occur in childhood or adulthood. Uh, and they show up as issues in relationships in, in unhealthy ways. You have unhealthy behaviors. This is like constant exposure to traumatic experiences. This could be the cause of fatigue or chronic pain as well. Uh, Treatment might take longer, and it's a slower process. Uh, Healing isn't always easy, no matter the trauma. And and sometimes the slower the process of healing is more eye-opening to yourself and the causes more healthy growth because you understand more and it helps create patience in everyday life when you're, when you're learning at a slow pace, because you're learning, yes, you're learning slower to get over these things or, or how to deal with them better. But because of that, you, you gain more insight. Comorbid PTSD, you know, you have more than one mental health concern, you know, often those who have addictions, uh, or substance abuse issues, uh, deal with this. It can be extremely common in people dealing with depression, uh, severe depression. People who heal mostly improve their lifestyle through therapy and rehab. 
Uh, if you feel the need to improve, you, you can always open up to loved ones about changing and healing. Uh, you, you know, finding a change that best fits you from uh, dealing with this stuff. Well, thank you for uh, listening to me go through that. If uh, you experience those things or if you're an expert on that or if you're a therapist yourself, you know, a psychiatrist or whatever, and you heard that and hopefully it sounded right based on what I read and uh, hopefully it helps people feel okay with it or, or uh, maybe get help. Um, ho- at least, I, I mean, I, I want to do the right thing. I wanted to be able to put something out there uh, make it seem normal because, you know, people, everyone goes through those things. Everybody has stress. Everybody, uh, you know, obviously some of these things are more serious than just stress, you know, but, uh, I hope I, I did it justice and, and hopefully, um, you know, you, you start to feel better or you start to get the help that you need to, to heal and, and understand yourself better. And, uh, you know, if you are a therapist or if you are a psychiatrist and you need to reach out to me, uh, you, you can definitely, uh, contact me through any of the, the social medias. Uh, we could have a discussion about it. Maybe you can help me know better or know what to say next time. I think that would be, uh, you know, that'd be cool for me to be educated on the, on everything. Before I get into the last part of this podcast, though, I do want to advertise some other podcast on the, uh, deluxe edition network. So here's some more podcasts that are part of the Den Group. Hey, this is Casey Shearer. And this is Ray. Do you like pop culture? We're pretty sure you do. Then come on over and check us out at deluxeedition.show. You will not be sorry. Or maybe you will be. I don't know. Hello, we are a podcasting couple. I'm Brad. And I'm Denise. And if you're into true crime, paranormal activities, aliens, disappearances, or anything that's weird or unexplained, then let us assure you, you don't have to look any further. We have all that, plus much more. We release an episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. So join us at World's True Crime Podcast and download our episodes on all your major streaming platforms. And remember, the world is not always as it seems. No, it's not. Face it, dating sucked in your 20s, gets worse in your 30s, and your 40s, forget it. It's a cesspool out there, and we're your flotation device. Join us weekly for saucy chat, ridiculous love gurus, and MILF-worthy fun to spice up your life. The MILF MILF and and Me Podcast. Podcast. Every Wednesday on your favorite pod platform. And the MILFandMePod.com. The MILF MILF and and Me Podcast. Oh, hey, welcome back. So there, there was some uh, unfortunate news that happened this past week. You know, not only was I not feeling well last week, but the uh, new collection or the new card game I got into, MetaZoo, has officially shut down. It's like, as soon as I start getting into this game, the whole thing shuts down. So I'm a little disappointed in that. Uh, me, John Kenoki, and his brother Nick Kenoki were playing one night and Nick said, are we the only ones playing this game? Now I have to assume that we, we were, we were the only people playing this card game. So RIP MetaZoo, uh, I still have a bunch of cards that I collected in decks. So, um, it's going to be a bust out once in a while game and maybe I'm sitting on something rare. I don't know. Uh, Elmo on Twitter or X asked a question, how 
he asked how you are, or he asked how everyone is. And people, in a wide response, replied basically how terrible life is for them, or how hard it is for them, and how they're, you know, barely making it through life, or just really opened up to this this message. Whether it was a joke or not, you know, a lot of it, I think, was a joke, is in a way it was is it's satire i guess to be funny to elmo asking this question but it blew up right it became trending uh on there and and it was uh all over the internets about what happened to the point they had elmo on good morning america talking about this situation uh i wanted to do something cool that i thought something funny so i would i wanted to interview elmo Okay, I wanted to sit down and talk to Elmo. And how I was going to do that was through an AI voice generator or speech the text. I would literally record the voice or I would do the speech, the text to speech, right? I would text the words he would say uh, that I thought Elmo would say if talking to me about this situation. And I would interview him and talk about it. And I wanted it to be this big positive thing because... The way it, it attract people, I think, was more negative than positive. Uh, I think what the Elmo actor or what this account was trying to do was be uh, positive, was trying to get people to uh, open up, which they, they did. And, you know, since I opened up on the podcast, I was going to talk to Elmo. So I'm sitting there looking for an Elmo voice generator. And I can't find it at all, one bit. I don't know where to look. I don't know what to do. I'm like, where, 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 where can I find an Elmo voice generator? So I asked the, the group text, which is John Kadoki, Chris Hawk, George, Joey, Nick, my, my main group of friends. Well, not my main group of friends. I don't want to, I can't say that because I'll, I'll make Matt, Laura, and Brandon and Steven feel bad. Uh, th- I don't want to say main group of friends. They're probably already going to get on to me if they listen to this episode. They're going to be really upset that I said that. They're going to be like, why the heck? So they're your main friends. The, the friends that I, I've had the longest that I have this group chat with. I guess that's weird to say, too, because I have a group chat with Matt, Laura, Steven, and Brandon. But, uh, oh, my God, they're going to ride me so hard for this. But I asked them if they knew where to find an Elmo voice generator. Chris Hawk sent me this link. Right, and he's like, "Here you go. It doesn't it doesn't last real long or something, but it it probably works and it's free." I was like, "Sweet!" So I was gonna wait to record, and I recorded this separate recording of Elmo, uh, right? And then, so I do the text and all that, and I I up and then I play it once it's done generating, <laughs> and uh, this is what this is what it sounds like. I'll just I'll just play it, and you can hear. So basically, the spawn of Satan through Elmo's voice starts speaking pig Latin to me to summon or sacrifice uh, me or something. And it is uh, evil incarnate. (laughs) So uh, that didn't work. So I didn't get to interview Elmo. 
I didn't get to try to do something positive or do a positive spin on what happened with Elmo like I wanted to. But, uh, hey, the thought was there. I actually started Ted. I gave Ted a chance, the series on Peacock. I did complain about it on this very podcast. I talked about how it's uh, toilet humor, it's uh, frat boy humor, Um, which it is. Don't get me wrong, there's still some frat boy humor in it. There's things that I don't find funny, but there is some funny things to it. And uh, something about the score, the music behind it, uh, which I love about Family Guy and and, uh, the Orville and all of Seth MacFarlane's projects. But while I was sick, or, or while I was constantly nauseous and having stomach issues due to this food poisoning or whatever was going on, um, which is kind of still happening and it sucks, uh, I was binge-watching Ted, or somewhat in and out of watching Ted because I was falling asleep, trying to rest. Uh, and uh, so that's the newest thing I've watched. It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. But um, it is uh, entertaining. Yeah, I mean, I haven't really watched anything new since uh, ISS. <clears throat> Me and my friend Steven are supposed to watch uh, Delicious in Dungeon together. It's an anime on Netflix. I watched the first episode with him one night, and I thought it was pretty good. Uh, it seems like a really good anime. I watched episode two by myself, and I really enjoyed it. So now I'm just waiting to uh, watch the whole thing with uh, Steven one night i still want to see book of clarence there's uh what else is coming out that i want to see um i know there's a lot of star wars news going around you know with uh the daisy ridley uh star wars movie um i I don't have all that information at the moment so maybe that's a next episode thing for me to talk about though next week is going to be an episode with me matt laura brandon and steven uh, talking about our childhood. We're going to be talking about our favorite TV shows and movies from our childhood or our favorite toys from our childhood, video games we played as kids, you know, st- stuff we experienced growing up. And it, it's cool to see how different, but also how similar some things are. Uh, other than that, you know, that's all I have for you on episode 11. Changes are coming, big things are in the works here. You know, we're part of the Deluxe Edition Network. Uh, it's kind of cool. I've never been a part of like an official podcast group like this before. Uh, I'm going to try my best to go with it as long as I can. You know, I- I'm going to be obviously an adult about it if I can't do it. So um, <clears throat> here's to everyone, a part of the Deluxe Edition Podcast Network. You know, uh, here's to all of my listeners. Here's to Cinema 7 Station and, and Get Super uh doing something new we're branching out and uh hopefully it's positive and hopefully all of you are being positive hopefully you're growing hopefully everyone is healing from the things they need to heal from uh like i said it starts with accountability it starts with uh recognizing things you know i've talked about it before it's hard to reflect sometimes but sometimes that helps the best with the things we need to heal from and uh you know i there's a lot of trauma and I talked about PTSD, you know, therapy is a good option for those things. And, uh, I just hope everyone is getting super or keeping the mindset that they're staying super by 
uh, changing and growing and, and healing from the things that they need to heal from. And, and you don't always possibly heal from mental health or chemical imbalances in the brain. You just learn how to how to get through it. And sometimes that's all we can do. And I think everyone is trying their best every day. Some people uh, obviously are not strong enough to get through the day their best. But, you know, what's being kind, we can't forget to be kind to one another because everyone is going through something. And what I was going to mention earlier, because I was talking about how I was watching a bunch of wrestling, uh, my match of the week, which I think everyone should watch, is The Great Muda versus Ricky Steamboat in New Japan. Go watch it. Tell me what you think. And if you have any shows or movies to recommend to me, email me, uh, contact me on social media. Uh, if you know me personally, just, hey, hit me up. Tell me something uh, you think I should check out because I, I need things to watch right now because I'm in the mindset of not exploring apps. I'm in the mindset of stumbling on something and just going, ooh, what's this? Watch. So hit me up. Tell me what to watch. Until next episode, guys. Thank you. Peace out. Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com.